just like the Achilles heel, the weakness, the vulnerable, vulnerable spot, the soft underbelly, the kryptonite of one Christian rose. We're back, slide. <laughs> ah, very good. Mm. Yes. A deep pull. How uh, many times have you kicked out of the backslide, Tom? Do you genuinely not? Do you once. Do, okay. Is it? Okay. Once. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. Uh, and that's kind of on theme with what we're doing here today. So, a little bit of a different episode. Mm-hmm. We're just going to have uh, a f- episode of what are we even doing? We uh, didn't what, even say that. Yeah, the- yeah. yeah <laughs> one episode of what are we even doing? As if you clicked on this and didn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, today... This one, we're just going to do a little free-flowing conversation about wrestling and our own experiences, stuff that we like, stuff that we don't like, you know, whatever. Yes. Um, but yes, to answer your question, um, and, and maybe like real early on before the idea came into us, or came into my head and everything, uh, kicked out of the backslide once. Hmm. And it got a reaction from one particular fan when it happened, so. I'm of. But you know what? That's, uh. You'll have that. That That's, was that was one of them deep cuts. If you know, you know. If you don't, yeah. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, which I actually still, by the way, obtain or uh, not obtain, maintain, maintain. That. Yeah, yeah, maintain that. I, I don't kick out of the backslide. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, I would be hard pressed to think if that's not been adhered to. I also remember at one point having to tell somebody because they pitched like, yeah, you know, blah blah backslide, and I was like, can't do it. That's amazing. And and th- but the the cool thing is I wish I could remember who it was though. They actually understood cuz I was like, "No, that's the thing that like I'm I'm doing is that I can't kick out of the backslide." And they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, then that's fine. We, you know, whatever." Yeah. Which is cool because you you'd think that you would get people to be like, "I'll just fucking do it." You know what I mean? Like, I like shit like that. I I, I think that that's so neat. Yeah. And I I kind of wish that more people would do it. Like do, the like the Do like, we ring the thing? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Let's go ahead and do it, cause, cause we're kind of already getting into it. Yep. Yeah, I could not possibly open a can one-handed. There's no way. Yeah, it's pretty good. Don't know. Uh. Oh, yeah, we're already getting into the conversations, but yeah. like on a uh, a similar note that to that sort of ideal, like Eddie Guerrero never beating Rey Mysterio. That's a bigger scale thing, but like. Right. That's the same sort of idea of like that that constant, you know what sure. I mean? So that if you do break that, it's like holy shit. Right. Because in theory, you can't have a variable if you don't have a constant. Whoa! Are you okay? Holy shit! That's a yeah. That kind of blew my mind a little bit. That that's a big thing of why I really truly hate Taker streak ending thing. I, 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 I hate that it happened in the first place. I don't care who who it is. Okay. I think that should have been the thing. I will maintain that if anyone else did it, you would have a, a slightly less calloused response uh, to it. You, you may be right, you know, but, like, at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I'm always going to be like, nah, man, like, you kind of needed to have that one thing that was solid. Everything else in this bullshit universe can be bullshit, but, like... <laughs> You gotta yeah. have your one baseline, and I thought that was should have been it. But all right, fair you know, enough. Whatever. Uh, so you have been on the scene, as they say, for yes. just over a year now. Mm-hmm. So a couple questions for you, just as we as, as we do this. Couple questions. Uh, 
this is something I'm always interested in with guys because everyone I think has their own version of this, right? Okay. And their own little uh, idiosyncrasies and their quirks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's show day. Okay. Walk us through your process. What What do you do on your show day? It's going to be very underwhelming. Um, so <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to guess. By the way, you may have two different ones because for Zawa, I think you're way more involved with like setup and everything, right? That's actually yeah. That's that is actually um. So a, let's a good... let's let's make this a two parter. Okay. Give us a, a a brief one for your Zawa. Give us a br- a brief one for your. So Z- Zawa show A and B. Sure. If I am home at the start of the day. Yeah. I will wake up. And then go to the setup, right? Sure. If I am in Sterling, like staying at Bailey's house or mm-hmm. in Polo with uh, Berna's house, wh- whatever the case may be, if I'm staying relatively close, I will wake up and then I'll go to setup. <laughs> okay. Set up the ring. I always like to roll around as much as I can before right. the show. Sure. That's really the only, like active thing I do besides mm-hmm. the match. Right. I don't have anything like super structured or anything like Okay. I I basically so like, okay. just, I wake up, get ready and then go. So let's let's get I love like, my into sleep. some minutia. Like love your sleep. Uh this is something else I'm always interested in. You go to pack your bag. Mm-hmm. You got a process or are you just throwing shit in there? I throw okay, so I do have a way that I pack my bag. Yeah. I don't have like a a set order or whatever. It's, um, so the way I pack it, fold up my pants, okay. the, the the tights, boom. Matching singlet top on top. Okay. Pants on bottom, Okay. singlet top on top. The order of gear yeah. doesn't necessarily matter. It's usually black on bottom because I worn that the most. I want to wear my new shit. Okay. Um, blue in the middle. Okay. Because I'm not very... I'm, so you're bringing multiple I, sets of gear to each show? Always. Just because okay, I cool, don't... Cool, Yep. I don't know what, what I'll... What, you know what I mean? Got it. Most of the time I know... Like, if it's Zawa I, I'm, and, I'm, and I know I'm tagging with Gage, fine. Right. But I still bring right. all three. So, blue and middle, because most of the time I'm working, uh, I'm working at Zawa. So I'm usually tagging with Gage. Sure. So I, I just bring the blue and middle just in... You know, you never know Card subject to change. Yep. And then the red and gold on top because I want to match with Gage if I'm tagging, which most often sure. I do. Right. Um, knee pads on the side, shoes on the even further outside. Okay. Kick pads over the top. Okay. That is how it's always been. Gotcha. For me, if I'm doing a local show where it's like, you know, I, I'm driving home, mm-hmm. I'm not staying anywhere, you know, whatever. The way that I always pack my bag is visualizing my. Total body from bottom to top. Okay. So first thing I'm putting in is my shoes. Then after that, it's the kick pads. Then after that, it's uh, whatever gear I'm wearing that weekend, you know, whatever. Uh, slash knee pads. Entrance guard. Headband, because I usually wear a headband these days. Towel. Mm, okay. Uh, I always pack an extra pair of shorts, an extra shirt, an extra pair of socks if it's cold out. Or if it's winter time, otherwise I'm wearing sandals. In which case, I pack one pair of socks to wear with my wrestling shoes. I prefer summertime for packing because I'm a free spirit, man. I don't like to be held down by these things like underwear and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no, um, the phrase "I'm a free spirit," that's man. not true. Yeah, 
coming that's, from that's Tom. That's not even a little bit right. Uh, no, like that. That's the shit that I always make sure that I have packed. Uh, mm-hmm. Always pack a towel, kickers, knee pads, whatever you know. Like I'll I'll decide the gear that I'm wearing days before. Okay. And sometimes it's like okay, I'm working with so and so. They only wear red. Yeah. So I'm wearing white, you know, or whatever the case may fucking be. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Or oh, I'm in a. Uh, a ladder match. Well, I'm not wearing my good shit. Yeah, you okay. Know, cause yeah. Maybe it gets snagged on a ladder. Maybe I get cut and I bleed on it. You know, like, fuck that. Fair uh, enough, fair enough. Shit's expensive, you know. But I always... It, dude, it, it fucking is. Yeah. I always start with the bottom and work my way up. Okay. Always pack okay. a beach... I, I always pack a towel, always pack a beach towel. It's always a beach towel. Okay. I sweat a lot. I need something that's going to dry me off. And uh, you've seen me do this. I always wrap my stuff up in a towel at the yeah. end of the night and put it back in the bag. I need to start doing By that. By the way, uh, here's some free advice. Uh, young wrestlers, uh, do that. Yeah. Like, it, I need to start doing that. It makes your bag not stink. It helps your gear to not stink. Uh, other free pointer here. Knee pads, elbow pads, kick pads, uh, maybe even wrestling shoes. You come home, put them in the freezer. Yeah. Put those fucking things in the freezer for a day. It's mm-hmm. some of the best advice I've ever gotten. And you know who I got that advice from? Strippers. Okay. Because they bring that shit home and they throw it in the fucking freezer. Okay. Not what I expected. But it kills all the germs. Your shit doesn't stink. Like, especially like kick pads. Yeah. Those Bro. are tough to like fucking... It's wash. hard to wash, yeah. yeah. And, like, like I wear Asami, so those things are fucking expensive. Yeah. So, like, you run them through a washer, that's wear and tear. No, nah, man. Throw them in a fucking freezer for a day, maybe a day and a half. Just let, them, just let them freeze. Doesn't matter if they're wet from your sweat. Let them freeze, take them out, let them air dry. At best, you gotta Febreze them. Yeah. That's... Like, that's that. Same mm-hmm. thing with uh, elbow pads, same thing with knee pads. I don't wear elbow pads. Uh... I've tried. I don't I can't do it. Yeah. I did it for training a little bit, and I was like, "This is fine," but like, not against them. I just not for me. They, they just always fall off on me. And yeah. I, if I was gonna wear one that was snug enough to like stay, it would. It hurt. would bother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not for me. Yeah. I wish I liked elbow pads because the fucking. This is the only place I ever. You can see it. This is the only place I ever get fucking. Matt burns. Yeah, it, yeah. it's infuriating. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, if I'm going like out of town, I'm gonna stay somewhere. I this is just me. I I pack a couple extra pairs of clothes. Yeah, I pack at least one set. I, I don't I don't like wearing the same shit for more than a day. I don't know if it's an OCD thing or what, but like, I'm more than fine with wearing the same pair of jeans a couple sure, days. Sure, I know you are, but like, well, you said that like you're attacking me. No, I'm not. I I just I'm, I I today I think marks the third time in my life I've seen you wearing shorts. Yeah, like even in training, you're always wearing pants. Yeah, I've been I've been a big short guy. Uh, <laughs> well, hold on, shorts yeah. guy. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I I sweat a lot. Yeah. So like, if I'm gonna wear the same clothing for, you know, a full weekend of traveling and wrestling and everything else, like, I I sweat a lot and I'm aware of it and I don't want to be that guy that like. Yeah. Fair enough. Fucking stinks and is damp the whole time you know like um so for uh uh not in zawa shows right 
typically, uh, it is a booking in which you are going to as well. Sure. So I'm driving. I'm always the driver because I don't... This is what I say the logic is, and then I'll tell you what the actual logic is to why I'm always the driver. Okay, so what I say the logic is, is I don't want to sit in the back seat and Tom always gets the front. Okay. That's not true at all. What okay. I really what, what the, the real logic is, I don't like not being in control of the vehicle. Sure. It bothers me. Because then you have the ultimate say on when we leave. Well, I mean, I usually... I mean, you do, though, is the thing. I'm not saying that you exercise it, but like... Yeah. If, you know, if, if we go to a show somewhere and you're like, I've had enough, you're done. <laughs> you can just be like, we're leaving. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was an option. I just always wait until you say we're... Fuck we're, no. We're no you're, it, I'm at your mercy. You're mm-hmm. the one driving. Like, whenever you're... I've had enough. Like... <laughs> I'll I'm make just, them say. Never take another drop of blood from me. Uh, but I I don't do... what there's With a few exceptions, I don't do well with other people driving. See, I, that's... I'm not a huge fan of it. Right. And that's totally fair, and that's interesting, because, like, I I like to drive. Like, my job is based on driving, Mm -hmm. shit like that. When I was, I'm not going to say traveling, well, yeah, maybe traveling the most. I actually wasn't usually at the wheel. Mm -hmm. And there were things about it that I enjoyed, and there were things about it that I fucking hated. I hated not having, dude, traveling with Castle, it would be like, Hey, man, can we stop to eat? Yeah, there's nothing that I like coming up. Like, you know what I mean? And just, I've and like, never now had granted, that problem. Now, granted, here's the thing. A lot of times he was doing that intentionally to fuck with me. And when I say a lot of times, I'm, I'm talking, like, pretty much all the time. Amazing. But still, like, shit like that. You know what I mean? I'm just like, God damn it, if I was at the wheel, I'd fucking go wherever I want to fucking go. You yeah, know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, You'd be like, we're stopping. Yeah. 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 That, Which, that, dude, that that fucking shithead. <laughs> we we start okay. Showing fuck all Indiana, right? We go. We, we're leaving. We're gone. We're in the car, and it's uh, Castle's driving. Cage is sitting up front. I think I'm in the back. Uh, I think it was just three of us. I I don't remember if there's anybody. I I honestly, that's all I remember. Right. We stop at a Taco Bell. I get whatever I get. Castle gets the Crave Case, or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> of fucking tacos. We get out in the interstate. I've eaten my food. Yeah. And I'm fine, but I'm still hungry, right? Out of nowhere, he just goes, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. Tom, do you want one of these tacos? I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, that sounds great. I would love a taco. He goes, oh, okay. Goes to hand it to me. I hold my hand out. He rolls his window down and throws it out. What? And what? I'm like, you motherfucker, why? Why would you do that? Why would you waste the taco? Cage is dying laughing at this. I'm like, God <laughs> fucking damn it. I sit back in the seat, I'm just sulking. It's like, fucking asshole. Like, this isn't, you know, whatever. Looking back on it, it is funny. Yeah, but in yeah. that moment, I'm like, I'm just, just in, fuck in, this, yeah. right? Hey, man, sorry for fucking with you before. For real, do you want a taco? I can't eat all these. I'm like... Yeah, dude, I actually really would like a taco. I'm not starving, but I am still hungry. Oh, okay. Window down, throws it out again. I'm like, you know what? Suck shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, God, that's great. 
Okay, so then next next fun thing to bring up then. So you've done a fair amount of traveling with me. Yes. You've done a fair amount of traveling just in general here. Mm-hmm. You're on the road. you got the option to stop to eat somewhere. What's your go-to? There are very <laughs> specific... Um, um, depending on where we're going, it does change. I, I'm talking just for you specifically. Like, what, what are places that you like to stop to eat at? Uh, yeah. If sure. we're going to RCCW... Right. Quickstar... Their fucking burgers are so goddamn good. Alright. Go on. I'm just saying. And they... Oh my god, it's so fucking I, good. I ain't had a burger from there, but I'm gonna say the this. The Angus burger on sourdough is so fucking sourdough? good. Dude. You... you mm. It is peak. I'm gonna say this. I am a Casey's guy. And however, that's fine to be wrong. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, go ahead. I will say that the chicken tenders mm-hmm. available at the Quick Star. Is Quick Star and Quick's... Quick Trip are the same thing. Okay. Then then this is what I'm saying. The chicken tenders that they offer are fantastic. I'm going to tell you this right now. Casey's simply does not offer the options that Quick Star offers. That is probably true. I just like Casey's. That's fair. But those chicken tenders at Quick Trip or Quick Star or whatever are phenomenal. Yes. Um, if we are going to... Um, they don't want none. <laughs> if we're going to Anarchy, yes. of course, we got to stop at the Jack in the Box. Uh, Without question. Like... That is unbelievable food. It It's just... It's so good. There, there, there are few things that have stopped me from being morbidly obese, and I'm talking <laughs> to the to the degree where it's like I got a show on TLC, right? Like <laughs> the fact that there's not a Jack in the Box within a hundred miles of me in any direction, if not more, honestly, is a huge factor for that. Yeah. The first time I ever went to one, uh, Matt Cage took me to one. He's like Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box. You know, I was like, I don't. All right, fine, whatever. It's indescribable. They offer that breakfast around the clock. Their menu is their their menu is like someone on acid started a fast food place mm-hmm. where it's just like, what if we served everything all the time? <laughs> what if we're a burger place that has a chicken teriyaki bowl? Like, it's it's, I, yeah. it's just fantastic. It is fantastic. Any other places specifically? Um, I'm a huge fan of. I, I, you know what? I can go for a McDonald's sometimes. You know, I, a lot of, desper- of times. Out of desperation, but I can do that. See, I'm a big fan of their freaking triple cheeseburgers. I can do them <sighs> about any time. But, um, uh, uh, or like Subway. I, I do like a Subway on a road trip. I prefer Jimmy John's overall, but Jimmy a Subway John's on a road trip, I don't know what it is about that aesthetic for uh, me. If, if time allows and everything, man, Chipotle. And, like, I'm a, I'm a mark for it as is, but, like, the handful yeah. of times where it's, like, like, not handful of times, I guess, but, like, you go to a show, you do the thing, you stay the night, right? Next day, you're driving to the next show. Oh, shit, there's a Chipotle. Oh, wow, it's 12 in the, you know, it's high noon. Fuck. What a perfect way to recover from the day before. And yeah. Rev up your engine for the coming night, like. So, 
Um, I want to try Pancheros. I've heard that it's incredible. I have okay. not been to one. I would actually... Um, Maybe I'm just going to look that up right now. I'm going to put Casey's above both McDonald's and Subway for me. Pizza? Because Yeah, dude. Like, if if there's a... I, I, there's something... And, and it's really only RCCW, <laughs> I feel. But gas station food on that road trip, that's just a whole nother... Like, it ain't <laughs> an everyday thing, but on that road trip, it's just so good. I looked up the nearest Pancheros. It's 55 miles away. It's in Peoria. Um, what are you doing Sunday? <laughs> maybe going to Pancheros. I'm not against it. I'll fucking go. Don't don't you fucking test me. Uh, yeah, like, it's funny, too, because, like, years ago, when I was on Twitter, a lot of people that specifically, like, out on the East Coast had this whole, like, Sheets versus Wawa. Like, that's the two chains out there that they were just, like... Okay. Battling head-to-head, like gas stations, they offer food, this, that, and the other. I have not been to either. I've been to a Wawa. Even still, I remember um, Jason uh, Harding slash Jason Ayers of WWE fame one year sent me... Walk your toes. (laughs) Yeah. Sent me and Cage a package of Wawa coffee. Okay. uh, Because he thought it was the best, you know, somehow we got involved in this discussion, whatever. It was really good coffee. But, okay. uh, yeah, still haven't been to either one. Uh, I've been to a Whataburger once, mm-hmm. and it was aggressively okay. I've heard that Whataburger is not the be-all, end-all. It ain't. Okay. I only remember it, and I only remember having it and being like, all right. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. And that's that. Now, in and out I've had it in and out yeah, I fucking loved In and Out. This this is gonna be our like most heated uh, episode like responses. Oh, Somebody okay. is gonna be listening to me be putting over In and Out and be like, "You fucking piece of shit!" Like, <laughs> it it that's one of those very polarizing chains. Or yeah. whatever. So is Whataburger, I think. Uh, at Wow Ed Podcast, tell us. Quick, yeah, please, quick, quick Star or Casey's. Yeah, tell us In and Out, yay or nay. Um, I don't fucking like White Castle. I've never had it. Don't. I, I couldn't. It's not. It's fucking not. It's just, it's trash. It's trash. It, trash. Even my fast food standards, it's fucking awful. Arby's. Arby's is a good go-to for me Dude. when I'm on the road. You know what, Arby's, let me go on a fucking tangent here. <laughs> I know you're listening, John Arby. Fucking, you had this number 14, the three cheese. It was a little fucking baby sub. It had these three cheeses. It had the meat. It had fucking this sauce. It had the onion rings up. And they goddamn discontinued it. Ugh. Why? I don't know. Enraging. Dude, I'll... Now I have to get two half-pound beef and cheddars. Jesus. Uh, no, only I'll t- one. I'll tell you what fucking got discontinued ages ago, like over a decade ago. I'll never fucking forgive Ronnie Mac for hmm. the fucking... The, there used to be this beautiful piece of fast food art called the McSkillet Burrito. Okay. <laughs> Just, uh, uh, when I want breakfast, okay. right, yeah. I'm going to a fucking McDonald's. They couldn't have made a better product. Mm-hmm. Tortilla shell, some sort of a fucking steak substitute, you know, whatever. Probably dog meat for all I know. I don't care. It was oh, good. Oh, God. Sliced onions, sliced peppers, eggs, some sauce. Just a perfect breakfast burrito. I used to be... 
I okay. We we've touched on this before on the show, in, in a in a joking fashion. I have an addictive personality. Mm. There was a time where I was working a factory job, right? I'm spending as much money as I can on wrestling because I got to get to these shows, and I'm only making you know twenty bucks a booking, this, that, and the other, you know, whatever. Yep. My take home pay at this point. Also, I'm living on my own. My take home pay per week was three hundred and sixteen. What dollars? <laughs> there was a time period where. Every day, I would leave my job at 6 a.m., five days a week, and I would go to McDonald's, and I would spend $6 to get a McSkillet burrito combo meal. Love it. $30 a week. One-tenth of my income (laughs) was going to these delicious, beautiful breakfast burritos. And then that fucking clown took them away <laughs> that poor man's fucking Pennywise was just like nah not doing that anymore the only person who owns a chain that's not first name John yeah Ron McDonald Ron Mack he's a piece of shit so uh, I'm gonna make some people angry here go for cause it cause I have some hot takes that I wanna get off my chest oh first this sounds of all, fantastic First of all, Burger King is decidedly not the king of burgers. No. I fucking hate everything besides their croissant, which sausage, egg, and cheese. Double, if I may. Oh. That's literally the only thing on their menu that I fucking give a shit about. Recently tried one of their spicy chicken sandwiches. I dug it. That that may be. I'm not a huge chicken sandwich guy, but that might be great. But the fact that people fucking call in the Burger King and say that they're... Oh, what do you like there? The chicken fries? They're not the Burger King. They're not the king of burgers. They can't be. No, If I you're getting their that, chicken yeah. fries. If I'm their chicken to... fries are good. Okay, okay. It, you, you got... You want a burger. Okay. Okay, but you're going to go to a fast food place to get it. Who's your horse? Who's your chopped ham? Now, I feel like you're Did setting you... me up to failure here. No, no, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Who's your chopped beef? Who you got? You're going to hate me, but usually McDonald's is quick and easy. Now, Wendy's. I think Wendy's is undoubtedly better. Okay, then. That's all I need to hear from you. But sometimes I want that specific flavor of a triple cheeseburger, only ketchup and mustard. I I will do McDonald's when I'm feeling bad about myself. Well, that says a lot about me. It does. Uh, I if, if I'm getting a burger from a fast food place... I, I'm usually going Wendy's. It be, and that's a good only, option. But only because, again... It's only the, because the meat is square? Jack, well, obviously, because corners <laughs> taste better than curves. But, like, only because Jack in the Box is not readily oh, available yeah. to me. For sure, yeah. Like, there, there's not... I would be hard-pressed to think of something that... If Jack in the Box is the option, is an available option, that I'm not just going to say Jack in the Box. Yeah. I've only been I think, there, I, I think, three or four times in my entire life. Yeah. It is so fucking good. I think Portillo's is the most overrated thing of all time. And I'm not saying that it is bad. I think, but I'm saying that these motherfuckers okay. will trumpet Portillo's. That it is... that That's it. It is the end-all, be-all, acknowledge John Portillo. Right? <laughs> like... Get, I agree. Get the... Shut the fuck up. They're, I they're, think Portillo's it, is fine. I think Portillo's is a really good once-in-a-while deal. But it ain't the fucking... Every, anytime that we get a new restaurant in this area, 
people will bitch on Facebook about like, I can't believe it's not Portillo's. You know why it's not Portillo's? Because there isn't a market here for it, you fucks. <laughs> like, um, once you have that Italian beef twice, you're out. You know who has a great Italian beef? Luz Legrados. Damn right. That's and I'm right. not even joking. In, I had one today. In Paradisco, Peru, Illinois. Stop by. Request your boy to deliver for you. Have a slice lately? Yes. Oh my god! Deeply, deeply disturbing for our listeners. Uh, so, um, my other hot take because I yeah. have one more. Yep. And this might make you mad. I don't care. Mm. Curly fries. Never. <laughs> uh, I'm a homestyle guy. Doesn't make me mad. It uh, disgusts me. Um, so, you you there was you, a time you. There was a time... No, you the, go no, on. There was a time where you were a good American no, citizen. What the and hell? that time has come and no, gone. No, 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 no. You this is, fucking communist I wasn't even going to say that. Shit. There go was a time there was where a time. I was going to Arby's uh-huh. regularly. Sure. Getting that freaking... Those... The tag of, you, get you getting two, that B and C? Two... No. Two three cheeses. The two number to the right, 14s. Okay. And, and a large homestyle fry. And then my a drink colossal amount of food. Dude, it was so good, yeah. and I was eating a lot. I was like, yeah. I'm probably gonna gain weight at some that point. That would be great. Probably not, but they discontinued it. Fucking angry. So I was like, okay, I'll go back to the half pound beef and cheddar and a large home style fry. There have been a couple times where they said we don't have home style fries today, and I was like, give me another half pound beef and cheddar. I will eat a whole pound of beef and cheddar before I will have curly fries. I'm gonna tell you this right now. One, you're wrong. Second. I worked at an Arby's okay. off and on when I was in high school and college for years. I worked there when there were no homestyle fries. I worked there when there were no market fresh sandwiches. Where the only the the menu was beef. <laughs> That's all. Like it was legit. We had six. I think when I started working there, we had six combo meals. They were just six variations, slight variations of beef sandwiches. You got curly fries, we had like, you know, your cheese sticks, your jalapeno popper, you know, whatever the fuck else you can throw in hot oil and call food. And that was that. Yeah. And we were thankful. You're curly fries shit. fucking ru- No, you know what? no, you're, they're you're, they are not. They are not. I I don't I don't care for this side of you. They're not bad. Oh my god. <laughs> they're not bad. They're just undeniably not as good. And I, all right, I, all right. hang I on, prefer, hang on. Just for this is not what the episode's supposed to be, by no, the way. No, it's not. And I, I don't care right now. You know what? You <laughs> signed up for this, listeners. I want to know this right now. You go to you, you're you're gonna get fries, right? Okay. Just fries. Okay. Okay. Any fast food place. I'm I'm gonna produce for you fries. Okay. What's your first pick? If if I am out and about in Peru and I'm like I want no fast I'm, food I'm fries. saying I am the end all be I I'm a fucking genie right okay. I say to you your first wish is limited to hot fresh fries from a fast food place bing and Wendy's. they're here Wendy's <sighs> I can't abide what what's your pick my first pick yeah my first pick would be curly fries from Arby's my second pick, are you okay my second pick would actually be uh, <laughs> be Burger King. Their fries are real good. Yeah, I'll give them that. So they if are if not. We're, if we're gonna take fry curly King, fries though. out of the thing, we're going. Bur- I'm going BK. All right, I, and I and I respect that answer. But mm. I there, I, there's something about Wendy's fries. Huge fan. Okay, let's let's 
that's all well and good. Let's try to make this somewhat wrestling related. So Real quick. wrestling road trips was what we were talking about. Before. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. You go <laughs> go ahead. You got you got something? No, I don't. I, oh, okay. I I was just trying to get uh, us back on track. What is your favorite venue that you have wrestled in thus far? That I've wrestled in. Yes. Or 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 been booked for because you ref for a year plus. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. My my favorite venue that I have been on a show with ref yes. in whatever. Kansas Hall. Fuck yeah, Fuck Kansas Hall. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Kansas Hall. Man. That I have wrestled in specifically, because sure. I do know this answer, Stocks and Bonds. Okay. I love that fucking yep. venue. Yep, that place is great for a Magnum Pro, and yes. uh, Kansas Hall was for Journey. Yes. Kansas uh, Hall fucking ruled. That place was so good, and and now it's oh. a, a just a, a... A withered husk. It, it's awful. It, 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 now it's a fucking like, gaming center or something. It's just... Full of computers and shit. It's it's awful. Why? It, it's a a monument to our sins. Uh, that venue just it was so good. The 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 atmosphere. Yeah. The the um, the whole aesthetic of the place. The setup, quite frankly. Yeah, the setup like, was like, great. The locker room could have been bigger, but that's yeah, but neither that's, here nor there. Yeah. You'll have that. You know, you can say that about a lot of places. Exactly. So that I don't hold that against it at all. I I that just. And most of it is honestly, those road trips to Journey. Yeah, were I just those are my four favorite road trips I've ever gone on. So much legit. Fun. Um, for me, yeah, yeah, your answer now, because you've wrestled a lot more places than I have. Yeah. Um. For me, it's it's really tough because, at this point. In my run, I'm not going to call it a career. Uh, there's a lot of places that feel special because, like, you remember, like, a certain time period or a certain match or, you know, this, that, and the other. I'll get back to that. Um, the Knights of Columbus in LaSalle is always going to be, like, yeah, yeah. man, oh, man. Like, I, I'm not saying that, like, I don't feel like I'm, you know, firing on all cylinders now, you know, or anything. But, like... For me, personally and professionally, that place, you know, during its prime, so to speak, was like, for, it, it was perfect. In yeah. my mind, it was just fucking perfect. Like That's a dream venue of it, mine. It truly fucking, like, and it's so weird to say because, like, there's going to be people that listen to this and like, what the fuck, it's a nice of Columbus. There's one of those in every town. And that's very true. Yeah, that's, there is. That's one of those, and, if and you know, that, you know. Right. Again, if you don't, you don't. Um... Past that, uh, Spalding Hall was. Oh always, yeah, I, was I did. Really I, I never did anything on the shows there, yeah. but I did enjoy. Spalding the only thing Hall. for me about Spalding Hall, that, and and like this is not so much on the venue, of course, but it is on me. Is I always felt like once it started to like kind of click for me with Anarchy, I was consistent and I was there, but I don't think I ever had that like breakout holy shit match in that building. And okay. I, I could obviously I take a lot of responsibility for that because I could have easily just said, you know, whatever it was that I was positioned in, being like, no, fuck that, you know what I mean? Like, no, we, let's let's blow the doors off this fucking place. Mm-hmm. I I did I didn't do that. Maybe I you know, consciously or subconsciously, you know, whatever. If I I think that if I had had that like just one time that like, holy shit, Rose was in the match of the night in Spalding Hall, that would. Tip it Put, up yeah. further for me. Because a lot of times, like, moments can make a venue more than the actual venue itself. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, there, there's a lot of shit about the, the actual venue as far as the Knights in LaSalle goes that we could, you, you know, sit here and, and shit about. I, I used to make a joke about, like, taking people on the tour there and be like, let me show you where the wiring's bad, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, stuff yeah. like that, or the, the elevator constantly fucking jamming, and, you, you know, like, there the, the venue itself was pros and cons. Yeah. But I just have so many fucking great memories there that that's always, I think, always going to be kind of my number one. I feel like now I have to reevaluate my answer because I didn't even quite <laughs> realize I left out a, like, just a huge venue for me mm-hmm. as far as moments and memories go. The Rock Falls American Legion. Sure. Just, yeah. oh my god. We could only yeah. use the small ring in there, which was fine, but the right. setup was always great. The locker room was awesome. The Latin American club for Funky Monkey is another one for me. Yeah. I I refed there once, actually. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Uh, um, That was when you were, like, gearing to come back to wrestling. I think, yeah. I remember. Because yeah. I remember you rolling around in the ring and being like, I feel pretty good. Yeah. Like, oh. But, uh, um, yeah, that Rock Falls American Legion, that's where we had that show with Dan Severn. Right. That's where I took my first wrestling move in a, in a ring. Right, right. With the Black Slam. Tyler yeah. Yep. Uh, that was the same match, actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That was where... I got, that was where I basically learned on the fly, like refing and, and right. such because I, I learned a lot of it like through Dan Perch before yeah. and, and during the shows and stuff like that but that was a lot of like the on the job training that I re- received for uh, refing and that's yeah that's huge I, I would be remiss if I didn't also mention the old IWAU building yeah that place um, the setup there was so fucking good it was so perfect like you it was the second floor of the building and that fucking staircase you had to go up was narrow and steep and shit. But once you got up there, it was like a big, wide-open area, a raised ceiling above the ring, so you had no limitations what you could do off the top rope. A concession stand, restrooms, the uh, an actual entrance ramp, an entrance way, lights. The backstage area, I know I've talked about it on here before, was a full-fledged fucking gym. We had a fucking monitor in the back. We had space. Like, th- there was a closet in the back. Not a closet. A, uh, uh, uh. God damn it! A wardrobe in the back, just full of jobber costumes. Oh, I love that. Just, just yeah. You know, you need a ninja, you need a dragon, you need a whatever. All right, cool. Find somebody that can fit into this outfit. They'll go out there and bump around for somebody. You know, whatever. The the setup for that place, the actual physical setup and everything, was just stellar. There, there. You know, I, I, I don't. I'm not trying to like speak ill of the guys that fucking ran it because they did a lot for me. But like, if somebody with a more um, I guess I'm going to say aggressive mind for independent pro wrestling had been in charge. That it, it would have been big. It would. I, I'm not going to say like you know. Oh shit! The biggest thing ever. But like, yeah. it would have been more than just a local thing with guys that were okay and guys that were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, no, I owe a lot to that building. I always loved working there. Like, plus it was dope just to have a setup where like you know, especially at the time, you know, the pain of this where you don't have to set up and tear down. Just like yeah, it's it's there, you know. Like we had training. That is nice. Three days. We had training there three days a week. That sounds so good. That, oh and you my just, god! You just go there and fucking train. 
you know, if you want to work out in the back, you work out. If you go want to get in the ring, you can get in the ring. Like, it was fucking dope. Sounds awesome. I, I owe a huge part of myself to that place. Uh, yeah, man, fucking. Uh, so let's keep this fucking ball rolling. What do you think is your best match that you've had? You're just just past a year in. So for a long time, my answer was going to be. Um, uh, what? Go Me on. and Connor at uh, my second match ever at uh, the Stump Show in Warren. Uh, I which, saw that match. I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm still. I that's. I'm still super happy with that match. I love it so much. Yeah. Um. It was so much fun. Probably. Still. Oh my God, it's it's so hard to say because Warren is usually just such a an amazing crowd. Right. And and my mat, my tag match with my brother against Berna and and Connor was yeah. also just an electric crowd. It was right. so much fun. It's intoxicating. It's my favorite word to use for that. I love it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I think for different, I think for different reasons. You know what? I'll come back to that one. Because I don't think that quite um, in my head qualifies for it. I think as far as comfortability in the ring, my in-ring itself, crowd reaction and stuff sure. like that, I think I'm going to have to go with that tag match, that Berna and yeah. Connor and me and Dakota. Because I remember being especially super proud of Dakota because yeah. he had a bad rep for a while and he yeah. has since... Started to write it. Yeah. Yeah. And and no, that great. was like the first one where he was like, I didn't even see him gag. Not right. one time. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then everything I did, I was super happy with. There's no footage of it. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and the crowd was just up. Yeah. It was so, oh my God. It, I'm just, I love it. That's great. That's awesome. Um, The one that I was referencing, I'm still super happy with this one. But I don't think it's quite, like, for the criteria of this question that I want to judge it off of, it's not quite. You and I at the fair show. Oh, yeah. I am so happy with that match because we were, like, frantically going, well, I was frantically going through it before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I don't know if I have anything, or not, I don't don't know if I have everything. Lock up, be like, I forgot everything. Yeah. I don't know if I didn't know that right. it was hot. We were doing twenty one twelve for no reason. Yeah, but it was super fun. Um, yeah, that was that was fun. But I think like as far as judging it for this criteria, sure, I have to go with that one. Yeah. What about you, sir? Uh, I'm I'm so sorry. What was the actual question? <laughs> what do you think is your best match that you've had so far? Oh, you. Shit. Ha- this is way harder for you. Um, so for me, it's, it's tough because, so I've, I, I, I've been very, very, very fucking lucky. I've, I've worked with so many fucking people that are way better than me, but like for me and the things that I like and that I enjoy in wrestling, that's, that's a factor. And then. You know, for the crowd and everything else, that's a factor. Um, I still think that my absolute best match that I've had at this point, and when I say this, like, 
again, like a lot of this is like the shit that I like. Yeah, you know, yep. and and everything else. So you know, bell to bell, right? If you're just looking at shit in a vacuum, I might be able to tell you something that's uh, better than my answer. But uh, it was adversity. It would have been August in 2014. Me and Matt Cage at Dreamwave. Uh, he beats the undefeated streak at Dreamwave. Wins the belt. Whatever. Okay. For me, I think that's. Because and here's the thing, like even still, Cage is like my best opponent, which he keeps hitting me up every so often, being like, "Yo, let's go again," which I very much want to do. Yeah. Um, but like at that point, it was the build was pretty fucking perfect, the hype was perfect, the crowd was perfect. Uh. And those are factors in that. You know what I mean? Like, like, no matter who it is, like, you can take two great wrestlers and just say, well, what's their best match together? It's always going to be the one that has the best build and the best story behind it. Oh, yeah. And, like, me, me and him wrestled so many fucking times. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, more often than not, they were really fucking good matches. That one in particular, though, where it felt like there were true stakes to it. Because either you finally beat Cage. Right. Or... or the streak is over. Exactly. And and the belt's on the line. So, that, plus, like, I think that the in-ring in that, like, I, I've said this before on podcasts, I'll say it again. In-ring, Cage was always better than me. Like, and I have no shame in admitting it. Like, like, in-ring, Matt Cage is one of the best independent professional wrestlers that people don't know about or talk about or, you know, have forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just saying that because he's my friend. Like, that's a genuine... Oh, dude! You know, up, up, yeah. You know, I I one hundred percent feel that way. Uh, we like he he's you know best friend and everything else, but like we would butt heads on shit, and there was stuff that I think I was better at than Cage, and there's stuff that I think Cage was better at than me, and whenever we would work with each other, we just kind of met in the middle, and everything was really good. That one though, I think is like the best example of that, where you know. Everything just fucking clicked, and mm-hmm. we were we were both really invested in that match, like emotionally and you know you know mentally you know whatever. Uh, I think that the in ring in it is really fucking good. I've watched footage of the. F- I've only watched that match back a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do love it. I do think it's fucking great. I'm giving it my best match. You know whatever. Uh, one of my favorite things is still I I will watch the finish and I'm just going I only watch the crowd behind it because there are seated oh like next to each other people that are leaning forward you know like uh, uh, elbows on their knees like no no he can't lose he can't lose and that three hits and they're like oh my god no but next to that person is someone sitting there with their arms folded he's like he's gonna fucking kick out and then I don't. And they're like, "Whoa, wait, what?" Like, I love that. It's it's this sweet spectrum of yeah, you know, ideas. Because at that point, the concept that I could lose in that company was foreign. You know what I mean? It just it couldn't be done. And man, we worked really hard in that match to make that shit happen and make it make sense. Uh, We did special entrances for that match. Oh yeah, was that your Metallica cover uh, one? Yes, yes. Okay. by Damnation Angels, mm-hmm. uh, No Leaf Clover, um, which 
uh, again, that was the thing where it's like we got there early that day to like make sure that shit went by without a hitch. Um, and there is shenanigans in that match, and it's overbooked as shit. But like, it didn't matter. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it didn't hurt the match at all. It, like it back at the time we resisted it. At the time we wanted it to just be clean. Clean. He beats me. That's that. But when you're in, you know, a, a bigger company and, you know, whatever, you have to make concessions and, but, you know, that's, that's that. It's, no, yeah. it's, it is what it is. I don't think it hurt the match at all. I kind of think it might have helped it to have the shenanigans in it, but. Okay. I mean, we could have pulled it off without, but I think that in hindsight, I do actually think that it helped. Okay. But, um,. Yeah, like, and and uh, one of my things, so, like, I, I, I like to take inspiration for wrestling from things outside of wrestling. Okay, yeah. And I remember there was one thing that I wanted to get in in that match that was an inspiration from a completely different fucking source. Uh, it's actually from Godzilla. Mm. So, on the finish, I don't remember what it is. Something has happened. I think there's a run, I think Brubaker hits me with, like, a, I don't know, a lawnmower blade or something. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, what? But, what? Lawnmower blade. Why? Why do I keep hearing this? What is that? Is I'll, that I'll just? Ex- a... I'll explain it here. In okay. A but basically, I I love this shot from uh, the the 2014 Godzilla, mm. where Godzilla is just lying face down, or not face down, but like just on his stomach, flat, and then very slowly, but obviously in pain pulls himself up, and goes to fight the monsters or whatever, right? And I was like, okay, I want to do that. So I've watched the match back. Brubaker hits me with the thing. It's this big turn because at that point he was a baby face. You know, oh shit, yeah. I can't believe, you know, whatever. Hit, it's Brass knocks, I think. Hits me with it and leaves. And if you go back and watch it, I'm just laying flat on my stomach, like chin on the canvas like a fucking iguana, not moving. And then Cage is just slowly waiting for me to get up, waiting for me to get up, and it takes me forever to get up. But I tried to actually mimic my body motion off of Godzilla getting up. I turn into the finish. And the best part of it is that being the finish, again, there's people that are like, oh, he's going to kick out. Nope. Too much. That's that. Beautiful. I loved it. Uh, I remember I also had to fervently uh, tell the people that ran the music... Yo, after the match ends, you play Cage's music until he leaves. And you don't play anything. I don't want my music to hit. I don't want any... I want that to just be... That's that. Mm -hmm. Because I I was like, if... My thing was, that's different. Like, you you don't see a show in that way. Where it's just quiet. No ring announcement, no... Thanks for coming out. It, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see you next month with yeah. something else. Like that's, I, that's... I, I went to the ring announcers. I went to the music guys, and I was like, as soon as Cage is gone, like he, he, that's his moment. You mm. know what I mean? Like he gets the music, he gets the pose. He, that's his fucking moment. Mine is just quiet. Let's mm-hmm. just, you know, see what happens. And that yeah. was it. That uh, for me, I think that has to be my thing. Uh, the lawnmower blade. Yes. Uh, I know I've referenced him on here before, but one of the guys that trained me is a dude named Brandon Walker, 
and Braden Walker? Brandon. Okay, I was just going to say, totally Jesus, why did you hide this from me? Oh, God, no. Um, <coughs> Brandon would kill Braden. Um, okay. So one night, I show up to an IWOW show, and Brandon's going to be there, and it's like, oh, shit, cool. He's just a bad fucking dude. Like, he was a, an old-style guy. He worked in, like, the 80s and armories and shit like that. Like, oh, he okay. started doing MMA fights, like, at past 40. Jesus. And and, and won. Alright. D- dude dude was bad motherfucker, right? Taught me a lot of shit. Anyways, um, I I come into Iowa one night and they're like, oh yeah, uh, Brandon's gonna be here. We're gonna wait until he comes in to make the card. I was like, alright, cool. Cause that's just, you know what I mean? That's who he was in that area. Yeah. He comes in, looks around, and sees who's there, and he's like, oh, I want a team with Rose. I'm gonna work with this one and this one. Like, okay, cool. So I'm like, fuck it over the moon. I was like, shit, yeah, I get a team with fucking Brandon. This will be great. The guys that we're working with are like intimidated. Cause yeah. They're like, oh, fuck. You know, Brandon's like a... You, you I, I, Brandon just... Walker went to a, a fucking Euro on a guy who was wearing a bandana and it knocked it off. Like, it was incredible. Like, <laughs> he was fucking dope. But, um, but did he ever dislocate a jaw? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> uh... So anyways, he's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're have us a tag match tonight. I want to build it and build it and build it. And then uh, I want to go to like a double DQ, but it's not like a thing where, you know, the, the bay face look like shit or something. I want it to be like, we're, we're ju- we build it and we build it and we just start fucking fighting. And we just keep fucking fighting. I'm like, okay, cool. I get it. You know what I mean? He just wants this to be like a tag match that gets hot and gets out of hand. Yeah. You know, fine. Normally I'd fucking shit on a DQ thing, especially then. But I was like, all right, cool. He's like. Yeah, you know, I'm saying like, you know, let's get physical, let's let's brawl, let's go, let's go past the barricade, you know, let's I'll hit, hit somebody with a lawnmower blade if I can, and I'm like, holy shit! So the guys that we're working with are like smaller dudes, and they're they're very new, and they're yeah. like, oh my god! And he's just like, yeah, I say we start a riot. If we leave here tonight and we start a riot, I say that's what we got to do. And I'm like, I'm all about it. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm like, this you'll sounds, be fine. <laughs> yeah, this sounds fucking incredible. He's like, I don't want to leave here until we start a riot. We don't go to the back until people are throwing stuff at us. And I'm like, I'm on board. I, lo- I, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. He's fucking great. But him just saying, yeah, I'll hit somebody with a lawnmower blade if I can. Okay, I like it. One more thing I did want to bring up about that tag match. Um... Is that actually tagging with my brother? Yeah, was one of my short-term bucket list yeah. items. So that was another thing checked off the list there. That's great. Which is why that match was great. When I finally, um, five days after my one-year anniversary in wrestling, mm-hmm. as a wrestler, I mean, right. When I when I finally got <laughs> to face my brother. Crowd was silent. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, I am proud of that match for different reasons. Sure. Because that was the first time I called something on the fly. Right. A couple times. Like, there was the one time where some kid was yelling RKO, so instead of running Dakota into the buckles for him to sell out to a C-Doy kick, I just, as I ran him in, I went, RKO. There you and go. Then, yeah. Boom, there was that. There was a time at the beginning where I was like, go straight to the arm ringer. They ain't buying it. Right. But it was, like, the first time I had actually, like, taken control and, like, called okay. something. Like, and I was like, okay, because usually it's called to me. Rel- right. Obviously. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, but that was the first time I had, like, taken control, which was so, fucking weird, but Okay, awesome. maybe this will be a fun next topic of discussion. What, 
okay, so I'm assuming you've had a handful of experiences in ring slash, as they say, on the fly. Mm-hmm. That have been educational for you. You got any favorites or anything? Or ooh, um, I've got I've got one for me. If if you need me to, yeah, please to, do. To go, I don't know. Right off the top of my head, nothing super sticks out right now. But um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I'm very lucky in that I've worked with Eric Cannon a bunch of times. Mm. Talked to him frequently. Consider him a friend. You know, whatever. And I. I know I've told you this story. I don't think I've told it on on this podcast, but you know, we'll, if you have good stories, are worth retelling. Great, yeah. Um, I was always honored that Cannon, if he was on a show with me, would request to work with me. That that was always like a, a high compliment to me because, God damn it, he's fucking good. Yeah, he's so good. He's so smart. But uh, I was working with him on a show in North Dakota, and we'd put together what would have been a, a very good match. And we get out there, and the house was down. You know, it, it, it's North Dakota. Shit happens, you know, whatever. And we're doing stuff. Everything's fine, you know, whatever. We get to uh, the meat and potatoes of the match, as I like to call it. The fun stuff, the backstretch. And all of a sudden, he just says, calls something, something, take it home. Oh, shit. Okay. So, and the thing was, we... He called for, you know, the finish and everything very early. I, I think we were given, like, 15 minutes. We might have gone, like, 8. I, I don't... Whatever the time was, we went way under it. So, my first thought was, oh, fuck. It, it, you know, is he okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, did I fuck something up? So, I follow orders. We go through the shit. Uh, one, two, three. Get to the back. And as soon as we get through the curtain, I'm like, hey, man, are, like, are you okay? Like... He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, did I fuck something up? He's like, no, you're great. And I was like, well, then what happened? And he's like, what do you mean? I go, like, you skipped, like, basically all of the cool stuff. You know what I mean? I was like, and it's the thing where it's like, if you just don't want to take bumps or whatever, then let's not put it together that way in the first place. Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. But I was just very confused and befuddled by that. And I was like, well, you skipped, like, all this stuff. And just went straight to the finish. And he goes, yeah, they weren't biting on anything. And I was like, huh? And he's like, they weren't cheering me. They weren't booing you. Just the dead crowd. So why put that wear and tear on our body? Just wrap it up and take it home. And that blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know that that was an option. You know what I mean? Like, I always thought that, like, you had to, like, you know... But will them into it. Like, you're going to make these people respond. And there are crowds that just don't, you know? Like, and that's that, probably, was, that was one of them. They're, they in, are few and far between, honestly. But, in, like, in retrospect, that's probably what I should have done with Dakota. <laughs> but, I mean, sure, but, like, if you're yeah. not at that point and you don't know, I straight up, I remember saying, it's like, I did not know that was an option. Yeah. Like, I always thought you had to do everything you could to fucking will those people into shit. And, you, you know, like, he felt that we had done as much as we could to get him into it, and they weren't. Cut it. Yeah. Wrap it up. Get off the stage. Get off the stage, you bum! Oh, You're a brother, this guy stinks! You're a bum, Rose! A bum! Is that a quote from something? Because uh, it was the voice there. Good friend, uh, Hollinger of Twitter fame. Okay. Uh... 
show one time I did in Iowa. He was in the crowd and just seeped into that character and just kept screaming, You're a bum, Rose! A bum! I, I just thought it was funny. I have vivid memories of Mauve at Dreamwave shows yet just screaming at Reed <laughs> Bentley. I hate you, Reed Bentley. I hope you die. I hope you get Lyme disease when you go camping. And my personal favorite, I hope the city shuts off your water even though you pay for the bill. <laughs> just so good. Love it. Um, I've had time to think. I don't think that I've had a super fucking... Right. Experience with galaxy with brain. Learn, yeah, learning on the fly yet. Right. I'm. I know it'll happen. I don't think I've had. I've been blessed that most of my matches have gone pretty smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um. Relatively speaking, you know. Um. There. Yeah, I. I can't really think of one experience that has been. Most of the things that I learn about wrestling are, are through you and what you've learned. Like, all the ones that, like, have blown my mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, stuff that you have taught me that, thankfully, I I have not yet or have been able to apply. Right. Yet, you know what I mean? I haven't had, like, any on-the-fly, like, mind-blown moments yet. Mm. And I mm. know it'll happen, but... Eventually, um, Yes. Yes. So far, unfortunately, no. Because um, I love those moments. I love when I could just be like, holy oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's the best. Uh, You know what? We've broken the hour mark. It's a little different episode. It's very late. I'm very tired. You say we just wrap this up? Yeah. Sure. I'm not opposed to doing one of these in the future, by the way. Yeah, I, I love this. Yeah, this, this is, is fun. This is yeah, this is fun and cool. easy. Easy, we don't have to watch anything. God damn, it's fucking great we get not to, having to watch wrestling. We get to obey... Well, I mean, I like watching wrestling, but okay. <laughs> we get to um, debate the validity of curly fries. <laughs> yes. I just said validity, as if they're not valid. Right. Um, but well, yeah, we know this curls? was fun. Um, this was fun. Did we break the hour mark? We, we did, did, we did. I feel like the an hour is a good baseline. I think we've yeah. gone like 50 minutes or so before, but uh, I think an hour is a good baseline. We've been going pretty long Dude, lately. And I'm not... Disgustingly. I, I, I like... I, I'm not opposed to go... I like... I'm not you know, those, those episodes are fun. Yeah. They're still... I, it, I feel like they're still engaging. It's up to you, the people. Um, I but, really um, do hope that, by the way, Bane voice becomes a more prevalent thing as we go forward. Yeah. Let's, let's make that... Have we said anything other than the people on this show? I think I tried to do some Bane voice at one point, but like, whatever I tried to do it, it just sounded like it. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> you gotta you gotta cup you gotta cup your hands over. Oh, okay. You think the darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. Follow. I was born in it, molded by it. Follow at Wowed Podcast on Twitter. Also, Connor Hopkins. I can't remember his Twitter handle. At Hopper2017. He might change it soon. Bane also sometimes sounds like some sort of magician when I do this. <laughs> oh. Did, oh. Did the door we is just... just opening now. No. Oh. 
Okay. That's terrifying. Yeah, it actually is. All right, well, I'm just going to shut that. Uh, <laughs> I looked in the mirror and saw nothing, and I was like, is my house well, has I... a demon in it? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know, man. Follow Wowed Podcast on Twitter. Uh, follow the promotions that book us. Don't follow the promotions that don't book us. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> NXT, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, I love a good fuck em. Yeah, dude, it's it's satisfying as shit. Yeah. It, it's also just a thing where you just want to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. What's your favorite insult? Oh, wow. Because um, this, is, this is, yeah. I like saying eat shit and live. I don't know if that That's, counts yeah. as an insult. That is, no, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, favorite threat that I've ever made okay. is... Uh, <laughs> I will stomp on your face until there is blood in my shoe. <laughs> That's uh, so good. This is not in a pro- that was not in a promo, by the way. That was like in life. Oh no! Yeah, uh, Cage used to make the threat of "I will shit through you." How? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't understand it either. Um. My, one of my favorite insults right now, I got this from Dakota. He started saying it. I don't know where he got it, but yeah. shit bird. I don't know. Okay. Suck sand. We need to bring yeah, that yeah, back. Yeah, that's... I almost just revealed... Never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, fuck you, shit bird. Also, I like using... That. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. It's yeah, just... It, I it's love it. It's pretty satisfying. Um, using ass... As as an uh, uh, an insult without like saying you before it, yeah, I was gonna say that ass. Oh, okay, just comma okay. ass. I don't uh, know why. Whenever uh, <laughs> hang on just a second. <laughs> uh, whenever ass is used in a sentence, just like in 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 odd placement. Yeah, I like to just say it from that point onward. So, for example, if someone were to be, uh, um, oh, let's say you're walking through your house and you have stubbed your toe on a door frame, mm-hmm. and the person goes, stupid ass door frame, and I just go, ass door. <laughs> like, that's, it, it's <laughs> never not funny to me. Yeah. This, this <laughs> uh, yeah. Hang on. Uh, dumbass gas pump. Ass gas. <laughs> like, God damn it. God I, damn I was it. legit just trying to think of the dumbest thing that somebody would yeah. yell at, and for some reason a gas pump was what came to my mind. Ass gas. Ass gas. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I Insults are great. You stupid ass motherfucker. Ass mother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I'm glad we can swear on this show. I own the network. Yeah, we can go another five minutes if we want. We're not going to. I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, I'm gonna uh, go home and go to bed. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm completely out of alcohol. Uh, you know what my... You're out? No! I was gonna say... There's some in the garage. I was gonna say... In case of you emergency... You have never been at zero. In case of emergency, there is some in the garage. <laughs> Break glass in case of... 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, like one of those oh, like man. window uh, breakers. I just thought of like the best version of that joke. It would be <laughs> this setup right here. Oh wow, I'm out of alcohol. Oh my god, no wait, there is some in the garage in case of emergency. Smash cut. I'm at my garage door, hammer dangling on the chain or whatever little cabinet. It just says break glass in case of emergency. I break the glass. There's nothing on the inside. I go into the garage and get beer out of the fridge that's out there. <laughs> break glass in case of emergency, and there's nothing in <laughs> Oh, well, I feel much better now. Let me go to the fridge. It's break glass in case of emergency. That's, yeah, that's real good. Thank you. That's also really funny to think about in one of my um, one of my favorite just lines from a Louis C.K. joke where he was talking about his doctor asking him about his diet. And yeah. he's like, my diet? I just eat until I feel poorly. Every <laughs> shit is an emergency. Do you understand? Just a mat... Oh, I got a shit. Breaks glass. There's Amazing. nothing. Just, just. I like the I idea know. of just breaks glass and there's no, in case of emergency, there's just nothing there to help the situation. <laughs> Uh, every, ah, it just makes me feel better. <laughs> every, every time that I was in the hospital for uh, the fucking blood clots and shit, right? The, the amount of times that it had to be asked, how's your diet? Until I got to a point... Because they're trying to find a cause, right? Mm -hmm. Until I got to a point where it was... <laughs> I, I almost feel bad for this. Because it'd be some nurse or somebody who's just doing their job. How's your diet? Better than yours. Oh, like, God! <laughs> like, Jesus, man. <laughs> Oh, just fuck. mean. Uh, I was mad. Uh, <laughs> anyways, let's let's fucking shut this down. Shut it down. All right. In fine. case of emergency, hit stop. Uh, what are we even doing here?